We interrupt your special announcement to bring you this regularly scheduled programming. Once again, tonight's winning lottery number was four. Hey, it's Coolio if you don't know, and welcome to yet another episode of Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU 88.1 FM in Halifax. How's everybody doing? It is summer now. It is really muggy. Um, the best that I can tell you is uh, we've had a lot of muggy days, and um, we're going to have a lot more. Um, I would tell you more about the weather in the show, but this is still pre-recorded and will continue to be so until um, the CKDU station and the Dallas sub reopen. But um, yeah, I keep doing the thing that we always do and do the low bias gaming thing and see what's going on there. And it's going to be Jason, Jason, and more Jason because he's the only one who's posted. Hopefully there will be some improvements in the near future that will make it more accommodating for everyone to post their new videos, but we'll see. Anyway, <clears throat> La Mulana 2012, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 new videos for that series. Uh, Shining Force 2, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 new videos for that series, and two new videos for Minecraft as well as a new Let's Play, Shining Force, uh, wait, no, Streets of Rage 2. Shining Force 2 is currently in progress. Streets of, Streets of Rage 2 is a new thing here at the site. Uh, it is a uh, co-op between Scarlet and Jason, so that's pretty cool. But, um, yeah. That's pretty much what's going on. We also have some new soundtracks. We have Vampire, Adventures of Lolo 3, Captain Skyhawk, Chronicle of Ridia War, and Challenge of the Dragon. Probably some more on top of that, but that is th those are the ones for sure. Stick around, we got a lot of music today, because that's what we're doing today apparently. Um, yeah, but we're gonna have fun. Some good music, I swear it. You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax.
Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. That song was by Lachesis, and it is the title theme of today's game from the archives. You are Vince M. Lewis, a famous theologist. You have uncovered and studied every mystical and religious item ever mentioned in legend, except one the magical Silver Staff of Zooks. Going on rumors and legends alone, you enter the mystical labyrinth of Zooks. And this is very well Labyrinth of Zooks, um, specifically the remake, uh, which is a platformer game for Megazooks, developed and published by Lachesis, originally developed by Alexis Jansen, and released in 2011. Um, it is a pretty difficult platformer, um, whether you're playing the original DOS version or you're playing the uh, Megazooks remake, which is effectively pretty much identical. Um, it is a very hard game to play, especially in the later levels. In fact, if you want more information about this game, um, Pixel Amusement recently did a video about Labyrinth of Zeus, so that's pretty neat. Um, a lot of new music in the remake, uh, including the uh, title theme that you just heard uh, that was made by Lachesis, and this was posted uh, on Low Bias Gaming. I put up a video of this in, uh, for the Low Bias Monthly of July 2017. Uh, which was uh, games with female developers, and that is true of the original, Alexis Jansen, and that is true of the remake with Hotchesis. So that is pretty cool. So check it out.
That was Millennium Hero with wasting my summer away watching YouTube and playing Mario Kart 24-7. That's a title. On Square Wave Symphony, CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. Welcome back to Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU, 88.1 FM Halifax, your home for video games, chiptunes, and all things weird and geeky. And speaking of weird, it is time for the news of the weird, and it's just myself today, so this should be fairly quick, as it usually is when there's no, you know, back and forth. So, oh well. If all goes well, next week we'll have another guest, and it'll be a pretty cool guest. But we shall see for next week. Uh, for this week, uh, as usual, I do not read these stories ahead of time. Some of these may not jive well with all audiences. This segment is usually about 13 15 minutes long, so take that as you will. Our lead story for today, let's start it off right and go with the uh, story under Awesome. The Boston Typewriter Orchestra. <laughs> oh, that's a good start has been performing its unique brand of music throughout New England since 2004 and will now be releasing its first vinyl album later this summer. Self-proclaimed conductor Tim Devon and a group of friends founded the ensemble as a joke, or worse, Ripley's believe it or not, and after premiering at Bar uh, Boston's Art Beat Festival, the idea took off. Using vintage machines to rhythmically clack, roll, spin, and bang out, quote, music, the typist musicians say different models produce different sounds. A Smith Corona Galaxy 12 has a power space function that makes a nice metallic clang sound, explained Brendan Emmett Quigley. Um, it's kind of the same sort of idea as Flopatron, honestly, just using old technology with mechanical parts and making them make whatever noises you need them to to make some actually pretty neat sounding music. So I haven't actually heard Boston Typewriter Orchestra, but I'm gonna have to look them up, I think. Our next two stories under the subtitle Animal Antics. In Oakland, California's Grand Lake neighborhood, um, Gerald the Turkey has been an institution for some time, regularly queuing up with carpool riders near Morcon Rose Garden. But lately, Gerald has grown grumpy and started attacking park visitors, reports KGO, prompting complaints to Oakland Animal Services. I swear I was getting flashbacks to the velociraptor scenes in Jurassic Park as he was cooing at me, sizing me up, one said. Others said Gerald charged them, clawing and pecking as they tried to run. In response, the city closed the Rose Garden at the end of May and asked people not to feed Gerald or any other wildlife as it, quote, may have contributed to the male turkey becoming more aggressive, end quote, the Parks Department said. Uh, animal control officers are also trying to, quote, train him to revert to natural behaviors, end quote, but have had limited success keeping him socially distanced from humans. Which is kind of ironic, considering that social distancing is kind of the thing that everyone is doing right now. Um, I guess animals don't have that same idea in mind. 
Here's another story of animal antics. Kalua, an infamous alcoholic monkey in Kanpur, India, with an appropriate name, I suppose, has been sentenced to live out its days in isolation, Gulf News reported. The animal once belonged to a local occultist who would give him alcohol. After the owner died, Kalua couldn't get his fix and became aggressive, sinking his teeth into more than 250 people, one of whom died of his wound. The Kanpur Zoo took Kalua in, trying to acclimate him to captivity and other monkeys, but zoo workers are throwing in the towel. It has been three years since he was brought here, said zoo doctor Maud Nazir. He'll remain in captivity all his life. Don't inebriate your pets. Well, I, I don't know if you could really call a monkey a pet, but you, know, you get the idea. Don't give them alcohol. Don't give them pot. Don't give them any sort of drugs. Just don't. Because they don't react to it the same way that humans do. This sort of thing happens. How about some desperate times? That seems like the perfect sort of story to, um, to have in this sort of time. And there are two of them, so double the fun. In April, following the cancellation of Basketball Madness, a Twitter account uh, called March Madness of Flags was launched, quote, for the love of vexillology, pitting banners from all over the world against one another in a fearsome bracket to determine which was the coolest flag. During the Final Four, held over the weekend of June 13th and 14th, the St. Louis, Missouri flag beat out Stuttgart Century, then went on to clinch the championship in a commanding 625-49 victory over the standard from Yaroslavl Oblast, a Russian federal district north of Moscow. The St. Louis Post-Dispatch reported the city's flag, a relative newcomer, was designed by Yale University art history professor Theodore Sizer and adopted in 1964 for the city's bicentennial. Yeah, this... This is kind of making me think of Yellow's Marl Runs. Um, I don't know if... Well, if you haven't heard of Yellow's Marble Runs, go check it out. It's on YouTube. It's basically this... Um, it's taking competitions that... Well, quote-unquote competitions that happen between teams of marbles and treating them as seriously as if they were actual sporting events. And it's actually kind of fascinating. Um... It's Yella, J-E-L-L-E-S, Marble Runs. Go check it out. It's really cool. Uh, more desperate times up ahead for those missing travel abroad. Uh, Songshan Airport in Taipei, Taiwan is offering 90 people the opportunity to tour the airport and, quote, pretend to go abroad. On July 2nd, 4th, and 7th, Participants, uh, participants can spend a half-day going through immigration, boarding an airplane, then getting off the plane, and re-entering the country through immigration. People who didn't have the opportunity to take international flights in Songshan can use this chance to experience and learn more about the boarding process and relevant service facilities, Chi Ching Wang, uh, a deputy director of the airport, told CNN Travel. 
Tour customers will also get to take home, quote, exclusive mysterious gifts. <laughs> that, that, the end of that, exclusive mysterious gifts. What even? Um, because, is, is it just going to be some random tat from the gift store that they're not selling because the gift store is closed? Or are they going to be taking home human organs? Like, that really... That's just... That's just weird. That's just weird. Anyway. Th this entire thing is weird, honestly. It's like, oh, you get to go through immigration and file papers and, you know, get on the plane, not go anywhere, get off the plane, go through immigration again, and probably some more papers and some searching and, oh my goodness. You know what? If you need your fix, if you need your fix, go for it. It's, at least it's not alcohol. Our next story, aww, hopefully something cute. Seniors from Glens Falls High School near Tulsa, Oklahoma pulled a classic prank on what would have been the last day of their high school career. On June 12th, they hung a large sign from the school saying, For sale, vacant since March, along with some of the school's attributes such as two full-size gyms and swimming pool. But Principal Tammy Silvernell could hardly be mad. Attached to the back of the sign was a letter from students she characterized as the, quote, most polite pranksters ever, according to the Daily Gazette. This was all in good fun, the letter read. We hope to have made you laugh and miss us a little more. Thanks, uh, thank you for all the, uh, thank you all for an amazing four years at GFHS. The students also offered to remove the sign and included a phone number to call. That, yeah, that's actually, like, yeah, we're having fun, the school is for sale, la 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 la. But, yeah, it's... This is a feel-good story and I like it. I hope that you liked it too. And maybe it gave someone an idea. Mm, who knows. The Foreign Press. Uh, the Associated Press reported that an unnamed man in Vienna, Austria was hit with a 500 euro or 565 US dollars fine for offending public decency when he broke wind following an encounter with police on June 5th. Authorities said that, quote, of course no one is being reported, reported for accidentally letting one go, uh, end quote, but after behaving, quote, provocatively and uncooperatively, end quote, the man rose from a bench and, quote, let go a massive intestinal wind, apparently with full intent. And our colleagues don't like to be um, flatulated at so much. Yes. Okay. Um... So let, let me let me just go through this again. It's like after behaving provocatively and uncooperatively to whom? Like did did he just did he just um, cut one 
and then a police officer was passing by and they got into an argument for some reason. I don't know. Some people, man. Some people. They're just bad apples. Like these next two stories. The Gatlinburg Sky Bridge in Tennessee was closed on June 15th after a guest at Skylift Park attempted to execute a baseball-style slide across the glass panels in the middle of the bridge and a piece of metal on the guest's clothing chipped and cracked the top layer of, of uh, glass. According to WBIR, multiple signs warn against, quote, running, jumping, or bouncing on the Sky Bridge, the longest pedest pedestrian suspension bridge in North America. Park spokesman, uh, Park spokesman Marcus Watson said the top layer of glass serves only as protection for the other two layers and the cracks didn't affect the span's structural integrity. Workers replaced the layer of glass with cedar planks and the bridge has been reopened. Hmm. It's... It's just one of those things that you have to tell yourself not to do. And some people have to tell themselves that much harder than others. And for some it's just still not enough. They end up doing the thing that they're telling themselves not to do, or maybe they're not even telling themselves not to do it, which is the problem in the first place. Um, at the very least, he doesn't seem to have been charged with anything, which seems to be the case in a lot of these types of situations, but, you know, it is an inconvenience, and we'll just leave it at that. A brief drink, and here's another bad apple for you. The U.S. Forest Service is investigating a photo posted by David Lesh, 35, on Instagram showing him walking on a log across Hanging Lake in Garfield County, Colorado, in defiance of clearly posted rules pro uh, prohibiting people from entering the water there. The post blew up with criticisms, but Lesh fired back, challenging others to walk on the log and even defecate in the lake. Why would you say something like that? Oh my goodness. Uh, KDVR reported Lesh has a history of run-ins with authorities, I wonder why, including being cited for harassing a moose with his car in 2014 and setting 25 grocery carts on fire in Boulder, Colorado. Earlier this, this year, he was caught snowmobiling in the Keystone ski area when the slopes were shut down because of COVID-19. On June 16th, he was ordered to pay $500 and do 50 hours of community service for another snowmobiling incident from 2019. <sighs> like, I, I kind of... Was he, really was he really defying the rule against entering the water? I mean, he was walking on the log. He didn't actually enter the water. And as far as I'm concerned, that's fine. When he told other people to go poo in the lake, that's definitely crossing a few lines. <sighs> oh my goodness. Some people, man. Some people. Uh, the way the world works. 
saying that extra precautions are justifiable and understandable where the president is concerned. Uh, Russian spokesman Dmitry Peskov told reporters that anyone meeting President Vladimir Putin at his house outside Moscow or in the Kremlin must pass through a disinfection tunnel that showers visitors with a, quote, disinfecting aerosol, and quote, and a bath of ultraviolet light. The Guardian reported on June 17th the tunnels can also use facial recognition software and take the visitor's temperature. Peskov said they were installed when the epidemic was in full swing, uh, end quote, but would not say whether Putin has used the tunnels himself. It seems only fair for even, you know, Putin to also use the tunnels. People in power, though, power gets to their heads sometimes, so... That's all I can really say. Yeah, I guess we're ending on a downer note with um, a story titled RIP. The Hollywood Reporter announced on June 16th that puppeteer Pat Brimer, 70, passed away in April. As a puppet builder, Brimer worked with uh, ventriloquist Sherry Lewis on Land Chop's Play Along and with Trey Parker and Matt Stone's Team America World Police, but he is best remembered for bringing life bringing to life uh, Bill Murray's pesky nemesis gopher in 1980's Caddyshack. Kinda sucks that we're ending with this. Oh, At least your legacy will be remembered, Mr. Brimer. Uh, go forth and spread the news of... Um, I'm not sure where I'm going with that. Uh, let's get to some music, shall we? You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax.
That was P. Comet with High on Morale, and you're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. And welcome back to Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax, and it is time for Gaming Next Month. Yes, it is the last Friday of the month, which means let's take a look at the games that are coming out in July 2020, starting with... Uh, July 1st, we have two releases, Sino Alice for iOS and Android, and Trackmania is coming out for PC. We're going to say July 2nd, Infliction in- Extended Cut is coming out for the Switch. July 3rd, Marvel's Iron Man VR is coming out for PlayStation VR. July 7th, Catherine Full Body is hitting the Switch. Uh, July 9th, ooh, this is actually kind of exciting for me. We have uh, Elden Path of the Forgotten for the Switch and PC, but more importantly, CrossCode! Uh, really good game coming out for consoles, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch. Um, highly recommended for myself, go get it. July 10th, we have three new games, Deadly Premonition 2 of Blessing in Disguise for the Switch, F1 2020 for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Google Stadia, and PC, and NASCAR Heat 5 for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Lots of racing games. Um, July 14th, Death Stranding is hitting the PC. I didn't realize it wasn't on PC. I guess it was a console exclusive for a little bit, but there you go. Rocket Arena is also hitting um, the stores on July 14th for the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. July 16th, two new releases. We have Hunting Simulator 2 for uh, the PC and Radical Rabbits 2 for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. July 17th, Drake Hollow is hitting stores for Xbox One and PC. Ghost of of Tsushima. Tsushima, there we go. And uh, that's for PS4. And Paper Mario, the the Origami King, is coming out for Switch. July 20th, we have Into the Radius coming out for uh, the Rift, Quest, and Vive. So a new VR game for you. July 21st, 21st, Rock of Ages 3, Make a Break for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, Stadia, and PC. July 23rd, Rogue Legacy 2. Um... I had forgotten that this was going to be a thing. Rogue Legacy 2 is coming out for the PC July 23rd. July 28th, a big day. Uh, five new releases. Destroy All Humans is coming out for PS4, Xbox One, Stadia, and PC. Grounded for Xbox One and PC. Other Side for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Pistol Whip for PlayStation VR. And Skater XL for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Hope you got all that, because that was a lot. And finally, Monster Crown. For the PC is coming out on July 31st. So that is it for releases for July of 2020. Of course, you can check this uh, list at any time, which may change at any point in time, at GameInformer.com slash 2020. And, um, yeah. Let's get some music, shall we? You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax.
that was Hatu with the boss's clothes, and here's Robots Making Robots Making Robots from the Flaming Pike. And you're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax.
That was the title theme to Project Dart by Cuttercross. And here comes Chip Mix by No2. And you're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax.
ending it off with a little something special today. This is from Chiptunes Autism Volume 5, which came in two parts. The last song was Actuality by Tsuami from Sensory Chill. And this one is going to be Xenon Odyssey with Convalesce from Sensory Fire. You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. So that is going to do it for this week's episode. I do thank y'all for listening. And um, hopefully next week I can uh, wrangle up something special for y'all. Because I realize that I've been doing a lot of 
music, well, mostly music episodes lately, but at the same time, I should be on season break right now. I'm continuing to do the show because of COVID-19, and there's really not much to do out there, so... Um, yeah, we're going to keep doing the thing that we're doing, and we're going to keep ending it the way we always end it. Square Wave Symphony is based on the format of the Electric Leftovers podcast by Jason Barton of Low Bias Gaming, lowbiasgaming.net. News of the Weird is written by the editors at Andrews McNeil Syndication, newsoftheweird.com. Gaming Next Month is powered by Game Informer, gameinformer.com. Segment music composed by myself, Maneva Namiki, Noriki Gimikori, Twilight of Defects, Sean Daly, and Commissar. Stay tuned for the Astrology Show coming up next on CKDU, followed by The Witching Hour at 7pm and press start to continue at 8.30. Comments? Questions? Want your chiptunes featured on the show? Email me at squaresim at lowbiasgaming.net or, or get in touch on Twitter at squaresim, S-Y-M. You can also leave feedback on ckdu.ca and click on Shows, Find Square Wave Symphony and click on Leave Feedback. There's also a podcast version of this show. It's available on lowbiasgaming.net slash squaresim, S-Y-M, or just search for Square Wave Symphony. Square Wave is one word on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or TuneIn Radio, or most of the podcatchers out there. This has been Square Wave Symphony on CKDU, 88.1 FM Halifax. I'm Coolio if you don't know, and I'll see you guys next time.